Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, handsome listeners. This is your friend Tig Notaro, and I am joined on the Handsome Pod by May Martin and Fortune Feimster. And the three of us make one handsome trio. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Hello, friends. Hi. How are you guys? I'm great. It's so good to see you. Doing well. Always good to see your faces. This episode's going to come out on Halloween. I think that that's pretty spicy. It's I know. A spicy meatball. <laughs> I'm excited about that. The idea. We do have a spicy meatball asking a question. Today. I know. Th- I will say this one's pretty great. I mean, when you think yeah. of Halloween and our mm-hmm. favorite actress who's known mm-hmm. for a movie called Halloween. I don't want to give it I'm away. I'm excited. Are yeah. you guys big? Are you Halloween fans? Tig, you're, are, are you going to go trick-or-treating with the, with the kids? Well, uh, this year I'm sadly um, not going to be <gasps> in town. It's going to be my first Halloween. Oh, oh no. Without, without my little cubs. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, know. I know. It's a big, big, big day for them. That yeah. is, I mean, my kids, no matter... If they're in little three-piece suits and a bow tie, mm-hmm. or they're in their swim trunks, or they're in their pajamas, they both always have Halloween socks on. <laughs> Are they you do? serious? Oh, <laughs> yes, sirree. <laughs> they, uh, Stephanie and I are driven crazy slash can't believe how adorable it is. Yeah. And they just got new Halloween socks. Which will last for the next couple of years. And the old ones that they have been wearing are like three years old. They don't even really fit them. There's holes. They love Halloween and they love their Halloween socks. And when they decorate our yard mm-hmm. with all of the garbage they buy from C- CVS or whatever, Rite Aid, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They truly, when we have people come over, they hide because they can't wait to see how spooked our friends are when oh, they come wow. over to the house. That's oh cute. my god! They so believe that everyone is spooked beyond belief yeah. by, by the garbage in our yard. That's so <laughs> good. Like, your friends are like, uh, Tig needs to clean up around here. Oh, Stephanie, oh, she really letting this way go. My parents used to do that. The grass would grow really high, and no, if people were too lazy to cut it, and Halloween would roll around and. Uh, <laughs> like it's part of the ambiance, <laughs> right? <laughs> I had some neighbors at Easter time that would let their yard grow so tall, and then they the dad would mow an Easter bunny trail through the yard. Oh, and then wow. they would, that's good. Yeah, they they do their little egg hunt through the little uh, lawn mower path. Yeah, it works for all holidays because yeah. someone asked asked my parents at Easter, like, that's so great that you guys let the grass grow for Easter. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, 
<laughs> and Hanukkah. I, I really miss, like, I know it's good to be um, more safety conscious now, but I do miss the anarchic Halloweens of, like, our childhoods, where I remember going by myself with my friends when I was mm-hmm. tiny and, like, going into people's houses. They had haunted houses and, like, there was a, a garage, like a car mechanic in my neighborhood and they would just do this horror maze through Whoa. there and you'd go into the shop and in the nice. it was awesome yeah, yeah. i loved halloween yeah. now it's stranger danger stranger danger which of course is very real yeah the big thing at my school was everyone wanted an invitation to kate davies halloween party and she would really? not invite everyone in the class which oh, is oh that's bold. mean i know i know <sighs> and she had this big house and they would go all out in the basement smoke machine Mm -hmm. strobe lights and and would go and wouldn't invite everyone isn't that wild i i would i would go can you even get away with that these days like now i think you just have to invite your whole class but back in the day they were like sorry you dumb bitches you're not coming (laughs) to this party (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you dumb bitches <laughs> oh, like back then God. i think you could just bully people and no one cared yeah whereas like now i do feel like you should you should invite yeah. everyone i guess it's a big ass that's a lot of kids but it was a big house yeah but man it was fun and there was one year in grade six where it was like the word got around that our teacher miss garrow was going to go to the party which was no wild considering all the kids weren't but they had invited the teacher and i had a huge crush on this teacher but i didn't know mm-hmm. that i did and i but i was like this is my chance to get her off school property oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna I, to, what? Chance. I, to do what just to like i remember my mind being like oh my god i'm gonna see her just in a social setting like i'm gonna get to just chat to her so I remember all the kids are in the basement and I'm just up with the parents. Finally get her alone. <laughs> yeah. I was they just like, chilling with Miss Perot. <laughs> yeah. And to what? We're just, just going to chat reconnect. about ancient history. <laughs> Quiz me. Quiz me. <laughs> I, was, I wanted any tidbit about her personal life that I oh, could yeah. get. Just to know something about your teacher did seem like such a cool thing back in the day. Oh my God. I remember in class one day she let slip. She had a boyfriend called Peter Schmidt. And I remember that name to this day. Um, and I, I sometimes Google Peter, Peter Schmidt. Schmidt. I'm like, did they get married? Because I can't find yeah. her. She was my favorite teacher. I was like that too. I wanted any piece of information. I was in seventh grade and there was a really cute young teacher. And she revealed she had a boyfriend. And I think I was like, oh, yeah, tell us about him. She's like, it's none of your business. I was like, okay. <laughs> And where does he live and what does he do? And what? Yeah, P- Peter. His Sch- name is Peter Schmidt. Oh my God, le- he dated all the cool people. I was teachers. legit yeah. like, tell us about him. She's like, no. I remember being kind of devastated to hear that she had a boyfriend. Like, tell us about him. <laughs> Can you imagine? Let me just tell a bunch of 13 year olds about my boyfriend. About my love life. <laughs> I'm like, inquiring minds want to know, right, guys? <laughs> and no one else is interested. <laughs> You're just like, tell us. I'm like, man, I was like, I would love to know more about you. Yes. I remember um, getting dressed to go to the party, and, and it was all about Miss Garo, but I didn't, in my head, but I didn't realize why. But I dressed like John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. Mm-hmm. And I was maybe 12 or 13, and everyone else in my class was like a sexy spider. Like it was that age where people start trying to have hot Halloween yeah. costumes. And I wore like an open shirt and a white yeah. kind of suit, John Travolta. And I remember being like, hey, Miss Garo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> 
May, this is insane. Um, I dressed as John Travolta. Shut up. You guys have a lot element- in common. I know. <laughs> well, Fortune, you and I were also um, debutantes. That's true. So. That's true. But yeah, I my friends, I, I was really close with these twins, Susie and Allie. Yeah. And, you know, oftentimes when you're twins, you're very popular. Yes. I know because I have twins. But um I was at Susie and Allie's, I think it was their Halloween party, and I dressed as John Travolta. Maybe it was their birthday party, and it was just a costume dress-up birthday. Mm -hmm. I don't know what was happening. It was elementary school. Or you just decided, I'm going. Well, no, it was Greece. Greece was the theme. Okay. And all of the girls Greece dressed the in poodle skirts. Yeah. And all of that. And like, were, you know, whatever the characters were in Greece. And then I showed up as John Travolta. Yes. And I think I was in like maybe first grade. Oh, little, little. And were you wearing like, what does he wear? Black t shirt, jeans, you know, I had a white t shirt, yeah. leather jacket, tennis shoes, and then my hair was slicked back. <laughs> And, you know, that's that thing where it's like, that's so awesome that my mother thought I looked so cool <laughs> yeah. and takes me to this party, drops me off. And guess what I didn't account for? What? All of the girls wanted to dance with me yes. and wanted to, <laughs> were kissing me on my cheek. And I was like, whoa, this was not <laughs> in the plan. I was just, I was just here to look cool. Wow. Okay? You must have been My really- motorcycle is out outside yeah. and i'm gonna hop on it and blaze if you cats don't step back ladies you were very convincing as travolta yeah they went nuts yeah for a lot of queer kids halloween's a chance to have that like gender euphoria almost you get to dress up like mm. yeah how you feel inside and you're yeah then why did i go yeah. dressed as alf <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. We did? (laughs) (laughs) You had a big old man. (laughs) You had a big nose. Oh, I know. (laughs) Oh, you don't have to describe it. We saw it immediately. (laughs) Where did you get the costume, or did you build it? I think it was like uh, Spencer's. Remember, yeah. Do you know Spencer's gifts? It's like it was a big um, shop at the mall back in the day that had like. And you were drawn to <laughs> Alf. I. How old it were was you? a very popular sitcom at the time. <laughs> How old were you? I think I was like twelve. <laughs> twelve or thirteen. So you were not interested in dating. <laughs> no, I was. A late bloomer, let me tell you. I did not. I was so out to lunch when it came to all that stuff. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard or thought of. It didn't even occur to me I could go as John Travolta. <laughs> you showing up with your curly blonde hair. Yeah, I just distinctly remember walking around in this giant elf mask. <laughs> And I think I had like brown, like brown shirt and pants. I love the idea. (laughs) I can't either. And I love the idea that it's like John Travolta or Alf. Well, I guess I I can't be John Travolta, so I better be Alf. Then why did I go as Alf? (laughs) (laughs) You guys are like so handsome and you're 
costumes and I'm just an alien that talks. <laughs> well, I mean, you're essentially an aardvark. Yeah. It's is that like, what okay, it is? You're an, I don't know. I never saw Alf, okay, to be honest. Really? But why would I watch Alf? <laughs> because, Fair point. <laughs> if you youngins don't know of Alf, please Google it so you can see what I look like. <laughs> what you did look like, not what you <laughs> currently look like. Do you have a picture? Like. <laughs> no, I don't have any. I don't know why. I never took pictures for on my Halloween costumes. I, I only have a handful. Mm. I used. To, I have a lot of pictures of me as Peter Pan. That was my go-to for like a long time. Oh, you are so Peter Pan. Thanks. And also people just didn't take as many pictures back then. I know. I was also so. one year Dracula. Uh -huh. I was also, I know, not... A very politically correct word right now but a hobo uh -huh. um and uh you know had patches with on the, my with clothes the people put a black black yeah. mark on and, one too um my mother painted a beard on me oh my god and again i was like in second a grade markers for a beard and one yeah. missing too she well <laughs> yeah and then a bottle of wine Whoa. oh my god okay yeah yeah but I do, now that I think about it, I give my mother so much credit that she was like putting me in John Travolta outfits mm -hmm. and then dressing me like a male hobo with uh, a beard. She saw you. She, you felt seen she was by just her. Like, yeah. Sure, sure, let's go. And then Dracula. And then now as an adult, I always just go as an aging lesbian is what I tell <laughs> That's her. That's really I'm, funny. I'm bad about <laughs> costumes now that I'm older. People are like, what yeah. are you going to be? I'm like, I don't know. I dress up for work in costumes all the time i want to go with my girlfriend as barbie and ken this year mm -hmm. I, I i would be ken, mm. ken. sure um sure. but also i hope i get to go trick-or-treating with with a kid um oh yeah with her, with her daughter I bet be you super will. Fun. well and and the kids like you know wants to be like the standard things i think it's you know unicorn pumpkin that kind of thing but i've mm -hmm. got her really into wombats recently i just started talking about the animal wombat that you know they poo cubes they're cool mm -hmm. looking they're interesting and it's really captured her imagination and i'm like kind of trying to be like we could go as a wombat it would be kind of cool like so let's you know push the envelope yeah and and it, it, is she gonna do it no no definitely not well oh, okay. maybe float the alf idea pastor <laughs> I have a weird relationship with Halloween because I got the Dickens scared out of me back the Kim in the, Dickens. The Kim <laughs> Dickens scared out of me. Like I don't know if it was just my parents or the time, the era of like they just wanted to scare the bejesus out of you and didn't think about the consequences yeah so there was a thing in my hometown where you just drove to a parking lot right uh -huh. an empty parking lot and we're in the car now my parents have not told us what we're doing oh, and God. it's the two of them in the front seat and i've got my brothers on both sides of me and they just park in an empty parking lot we're like do 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 all of a sudden <laughs> All tune. of these creatures and people and like Freddy Kruegers and all, descend upon our car or on the windshield, <laughs> banging, chainsaws, oh, and I'm like, oh my ah! god, I'm <laughs> screaming, my like I'm think like I'm like we are getting attacked. This is a normal car ride, and now we are under attack. And I'm like, why would you do that? Oh, my. we need at least a pineapple distance between us. <laughs>
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's not like we paid a mission to go into a thing. We are no. in everyday life. And then all of yeah. a sudden, a chainsaw is at the window. Oh I my God. died. That's no. so scary. But I don't know if my parents just didn't have any sense because my mom was also our, I was in Girl Scouts and I was in Daisies, sure. which is five years old. Now, the chainsaw incident was probably like nine years old. So that was traumatic. Mm. Yeah. But at five mm. years old, even more traumatic, my mom was our Daisy Scout leader. And as a field trip, she decided to take our entire five-year-old Girl Scout troop to a haunted house. Oh my and God. We went through this haunted this house. Woman. We were, my brother was there and my dad was there. We were crawling on top of all of them, screaming, crying. They had to shut down the haunted house, turn the lights on, and try to show us that it wasn't real. And we were just like, ah! like oh we could not God. stop screaming. <laughs> Shut the haunted house down. Oh. I still do this. I don't remember a lot of stuff from when I was five, but I remember that entire thing so vividly. And then when you leave the haunted house, there's a witch banging a gong, and we're just like, ah, like <laughs> screaming. I love how a gong becomes terrifying. Yeah. Oh, no, I wasn't I had, expecting I a witch banging a gong for a year after that. Oh my God! I mean, they stopped the haunted house to show us that the chain. Like, and, and and I look. God bless these people. They're trying to show us that the chainsaw doesn't have a chain on it. We're five. We're like, we don't understand what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Did you continue to say we're five, lady? I don't care where a chain is supposed to go. We're like, look, kids, it's not even a real chainsaw. We're like, it looks like a real chainsaw. You're like, well, that's a real gong. Oh, it was crazy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Tell me, is the gong real? I still laugh at my mom. Like, what were you thinking? She's like, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> that is so wild. Well, we're so perfectly about to transition into our question, but I will quickly say because you said Aardvark, and I just remembered a cool fact. A fact, which a is fact. Oh, it's Mayfact. a true. A true story. We need to get a May fact sound effect. Yeah. We, as soon as May starts to go into a fa- into one of their facts, we have to play the May fact sound effect. But I think it should yeah. be like wah wah because <laughs> it's well that comes after the fact. <laughs> so the fact is, this is a true story from the turn of the century. There was this guy who he went on trial for shooting his mother-in-law, and oh, then it turned oh. out what had actually happened, and this is truly what had happened. He had shot at an aardvark. Those shells are so hard that the bullet bounced off, went through the window and hit the mother-in-law. And they were all Mm. like, bullshit. And then it was like, no, we got to find that aardvark because you're going to see a dent in its shell but yeah that's how hard the uh, shell of an and wait did they find the aardvark they must have because he got off they proved it well you don't have more information on a on this mayfair <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> and i could not tell you where i read it or heard yeah. it but i know it that is not what's important what's important <laughs> is that we have these mayfairs yeah. true all we need is a seed of effect 
Yeah. Well, should we get into our uh, questions? <laughs> Let's do it. Yes, I'm so excited. Okay, I'm going to do the honors, and it truly is an honor. Okay. Our guest today, asking a question. It's Jamie Lee Curtis, folks. Wow. She is a Golden Globe and Oscar award-winning actress and producer known for her roles in hit movies like Halloween, True Lies, A Fish Called Wanda. Yes. Everything, everywhere, all at once, and also knives out, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, right, of course, yeah. Oh man, she's the best. She's great. Yeah. Also, I I, I want to say just because I won't get to say it later, she is such an amazing advocate for trans rights, and I think has a trans daughter. And I'm yeah, just always so grateful when I see her posting. She's just so vocal, and she's so it's cool, just so great. So awesome. personally, thank you for that, Jamie. Stephanie and I met. Jamie Lee Curtis uh, several years ago but she was like you have kids right and and we said yeah and you know she wrote several children's books oh. and then I don't know the next day a box of like 10 million books that she wrote oh, wow. showed up at our door that's, that's amazing awesome. yeah so nice yeah. so so kind mm. let's hear what she said hi there it's Jamie Lee Curtis happy Halloween Everyone. Happy yes. Iconic. My question is really a two-part question. Okay. Because I really am two parts. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's up to you to decide what my two parts are, but I am a sort of two-part person. <laughs> so the first Aren't part of the question is, what scares the fuck out of you? Hmm. And the second part of the two-part question is, when my daughter went to college, there were a lot of college parties And my favorite one that she went to was called Shock Your Mama. And (laughs) what would be your costume to shock your mama? I will tell you that my daughter went as a conservative Republican. Happy Halloween, everyone. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny. That would shock your mama. (laughs) That's amazing. Wow, that is first of all, that is so cool. Like, what a perfect guest mm. on our Halloween! Oh, episode. come on, yeah, very spooky question. Feeling very handsome. Jamie Lee Curtis is very handsome, mm-hmm. however, you want to define handsome, yeah, absolutely, which is the fun about the word, but very handsome. What scares the fuck out of you, huh? I've got to think <laughs> about it for a second because I'll tell you, okay. okay. Climate change. Climate change. Climate change. Wow. Climate yeah. change. Climate change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big natural disaster. Here's my feeling. Mm. If there is no planet, you have no room for politics, social issues. Nothing matters if the planet is gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that should be, in my mind, the number one most important factor. And it terrifies me because, I mean, it's a bummer to talk about, but it does, it scares me because yeah. the planet is just being destroyed mm-hmm. right before our eyes. And truly, it's like, you want to fight Republicans and Democrats and the planet has to be here for any of that to matter. Yes. And yeah, it's so 100%. kind of humiliating for us as humans that i mean since i was a kid i've been reading articles like we need to act now this is happening Mm -hmm. now and it's we just don't it's like we're driving towards the edge of a cliff and we're just like well put on your seatbelt instead of taking any of the turnoffs yeah all right we interviewed adam mckay on this radio show i do and on netflix and 
he you know was ringing the alarm bells in a way that like i was like he did uh, that movie don't look up right about, yeah like yeah yeah so yeah, he did yeah. a lot of research about it and he goes it's real you know the alarm bells are sounding off mm-hmm. yeah. like now mm-hmm. yeah. and have been yeah i mean we're all gonna end up moving to canada when when it all starts kicking off and there's the water wars and the oh god this all got real heavy real i know quick, but, but look it is <laughs> well that. that's what scares me when i really yeah. think about i mean there's yeah. obviously so many things that scare me about this world and the politics and social issues my kids the world that they're living in mm-hmm. but i always go back to first and foremost the planet has to survive in order for any of these issues to even matter yes right my mom gets really excited about um space travel and like space tourism and the, and i get that it's exciting but i'm like okay but come on <laughs> you know no, I, like, do, I have no desire to go to space no yeah. thank you no no thanks. i'll move by the great lakes <laughs> oh yeah let's all Get live by the great water lakes. over there yeah i'm pretty scared of the ocean the idea of being out of sight of land just in the ocean or on a big boat that's sinking or something just the the groaning waves and how powerful that cold water is in the dark and you don't know what's underneath you there could be like an aquatic dinosaur that's still alive that freaks me out and also zombs because they is that short for zombies yeah yeah they like (laughs) real oh i just said said it but they call um, them zombs that's the first time i've done that but it felt good (laughs) zombs yeah Zoms. It's like a casual, like, like you know, the old zoms that are around. <laughs> I think it's... Yeah, those spooky zoms. They're like, to me, especially the fast zombies in, in movies, it's it's like a metaphor for just human rage. Like, it's it's about humanity. That's... And, and the worst parts of us. And mm-hmm. I think that's... And they, and they never stop coming. They're, you can't... They just keep coming and coming. So well, that's like the movie Army of the Dead that I was in. Those zombies, oh, like... Ran. Were yeah, you there scared? were fast ones. Were they ch- actually chasing you when you're filming? No, because I replaced an actor that got in trouble for sexual harassment and assault. Really? Yeah. Well, and so then yeah. the zombies didn't chase you because they were like, "Well, because <laughs> oh, the so movie you, was you had to film after the oh, movie was yeah, done." Yeah, the movie was done, and Zack Snyder, the director, he said he was looking at the movie and he was like, "I can't release this movie because he just that guy just got in trouble." Yeah. And so they erased the actor from the whole movie. Yeah. And then Zach gets me on a Zoom and he's like, can you come in and film this entire action zombie film by yourself on a green screen? Wow. What I would not pay to have footage of you. I have it. Oh, you got to send it to you in front of the green screen. I have it. I have it. I'm like machine gun <laughs> flying a getaway helicopter. I'm like, there's a zombie in my helicopter. All by I'm yourself. Like, all by myself wow. for like three weeks on a green screen. That's crazy. Yeah. And also like huge props to Jamie Lee Curtis because I think fear is one of the hardest things to act because mm-hmm. you know what's coming. You're not in yeah. a scary environment, but, you, but you're but you hyperventilating and it's really hard to act yeah. like you don't know what's coming. You go coming. worse trying to be scared yeah. all day. The movie Halloween is one of my fears because my mom showed, we're talking about parents scaring their kids. My mom sat me down. I was six years old put on Halloween. I guess she loved the movie. She wanted me and my brother to watch it. I was traumatized. So when he jumps on the car, he's escaped a mental asylum, I think, Michael Myers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And man, which incidentally, the Michael Myers mask is actually a mask of William Shatner, Captain Kirk, 
which is painted white. May fact, may fact, may fact, may fact, may fact, may fact, may fact. Yeah, it is. That is a scary movie. Fuck, it's scary. So, okay, so zombies and then the ocean. So you're not, you don't go. Zoms. Zoms. My bad, zoms. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Do you not go, you don't go into the ocean as a result? Like you kind of stay away from swimming and stuff? Yeah. I'd swim in the sort of like really close to the shore, but I would never take a cruise. And so I've seen the movie Poseidon. You know, I, I'm I'm not getting on a maze. No fool. Because your because your fear is that an ancient, <laughs> an ancient <laughs> water sore <laughs> thing is going to come Aquasaur. up. Is going to come to life. Yeah, like what you know the Marianas Trench in the Pacific Ocean. It's like the deepest part. Of the, it's like the deepest part of the ocean. Mayfact, Mayfact, <laughs> Mayfact. Just knowing that it's there and it goes yeah. deep, deep down. Oh, like anything could be in there, right? Just pitch black. Like yeah. what is in there? And more people have been to space than have been to the bottom of the ocean. We don't know what the is ocean in there. is vast. May this is where we're we're similar again. Even though I am terrified of climate change, I cannot think of many other terrifying things aside from being not just okay this is gonna freak you out okay Okay. this is terrifying okay someone tosses you from a boat oh okay Mm, only that open water (laughs) they leave guess what what it's nighttime oh no no no. that and you're just your little legs dangling in the the deep it kind of gives you 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 better start learning to tread for an hour tread water (laughs) yeah you got a good hour longer yeah Yeah. i went snorkeling recently and i thought about that about the open water movie where the scuba diver couple got left behind or whatever oh yeah yeah. and i was like i don't know what i would do i mean like oh it's terrifying it's like you're helpless Here's what I can suggest. Yeah. When I am doing my, you know, hour long water and when I tread water, yeah. the way you can take a break is just floating on your back. Yeah. You know? That's oh. scary that, in the ocean though. Yeah. But look, the if ocean. you're tired of treading, you just take you just take a beat, <laughs> relax on your back, and you're back up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the uh, Aquasaur is still going to get you. That's a good name. Aquasaur. Aquasaur. Well, like the Meg, you know, and and we do know, like they recently found a, God, I got a lot of facts today, but they found a a shark in the ocean that's 460 years old or something. So it was around in the Nepal. Hello. Yeah. It's blind. (laughs) You should see a picture of this thing. It's like blind. It's just like glasses. It doesn't know Uh why it's still alive. It's just like, why? What am I doing? It's like, yeah, it was alive. Pull the plug. Totally. It was I'm around tired. in Napoleonic times. That's crazy to that think about. May fact, may fact. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to share my thing I'm scared of because Is it you in a um Alf <laughs> suit? No, I'm embarrassed because yours was so, you know, important tig and it is very scary because it's real. Yeah. And mine's a little ridiculous, but it's something I'm genuinely scared of. Okay. So (laughs) early on in my relationship with Jax, I want to say this is like maybe three months in. We had not gotten to the the phase, the part of the relationship yet where you're like so comfortable that you're like, you know, you don't poop anywhere near that person. You don't (laughs) fart. You don't burp. You're minding mm-hmm. all your P's and Q's. And at some point that seal has to break. You don't know when that's going to be. But mm. you're trying to prolong it as much as possible because you want to keep... And you poop near her? You want to keep the romance alive. <laughs> no, no, no. Mm-hmm. So we're sleeping and the morning is coming 
and I sneezed so hard Uh-oh. and so loud <laughs> that I involuntarily farted <laughs> as loud as humanly possible. <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling you guys this, but that's how much I love this handsome pod. I stopped. Frozen. And froze. I played possum like, please, Lord, please. Make it so don't that let her Jax know I'm human. Still asleep. I was like, I don't want. I'm like, we haven't broken the seal yet. The romance is alive and well. Please, I pray that she's still asleep. And I'm just like, dear Lord, tense like this, not moving. And all of, I mean, this was the loudest thing I've ever. And and what scared me is that I had no control. I yeah, sneezed, and it was just like all bets are off. <laughs> everyone out <laughs> and all of a sudden she starts going <laughs> she starts dying laughing and i'm i go oh my god but she's laughing so hard that i start crying laughing we are like hyperventilating laughing That's a nice moment it was a nice moment but it has made me realize that at any point in my life <laughs> i can I can sneeze, and uh-huh. that might happen. And it worked and, out and in front soil of her. Your pants. It worked out in front of her, and I just am like, please, Lord, never let that happen. Like on stage, on. And set. what did the Lord say? He said, "Hold on, little lady." <laughs> so it genuinely terrifies me that at some point that could happen. And if it does, I'm gonna come on the handsome pod and tell y'all about how I was humiliated. Would you rather you can never do comedy again? Oh, God. Or you can keep doing... I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. like, I'm done. You can never do comedy again, or you can keep doing comedy, but twice a year at a point, a random point that you can't decide, you are going to fart so loud and long. And it could be on stage. It could be in bed. It could be anywhere. God. Twice a year. Like really loud at that really point long. i'd just have to own it i'd have to be like you know me <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like because it's my job it's like and i yeah. love it so yeah. i would have to be like guys you and that would just be what i say every time you know me uh, you'd have to be like guys you're gonna need to step back yeah and what about you may you'd do it you'd be like that's fine I, i'm like fortune where especially if i'm dating someone like like my parents have been married 40 years they've never peed in the same room as each other they don't which is wild and i know that i'm human and i know i have farted in front of people but i'm and actually i find it very sexy when people are confident enough to fart around me like i think that's awesome like when people even fart as a punchline to something like nothing is oh, i'm not more into attractive. fart punchlines it cracks me up when some beautiful woman is like confident enough to fart i love it i don't have a fart fetish it's the confidence yeah, so don't go farting on don't me. go farting on me but and i don't even normally talk about farts or say farts but i just i know ha- same had to share this <laughs> i don't normally say farts <laughs> i'm normally a lady but i'm the same i, I like it, i think if i farted around my girlfriend now i'd be like well goodbye and i'd pack a suitcase and i'd move to kansas and become like a pen we have we have a joke that if i fart in front of her i'll go well goodbye and i'll yeah. become 
I'll go become a pencil salesman. I don't know where that part came from, but would, would she want you to pack up and go to Kansas? No, she's like just fart, get it, gonna, let it rip. It's gonna happen well, yeah. at some point. Well, now it's like whatever, but it was oh, that. Really? It's the first one. It's when you hit the first one. <laughs> now it's like whatever. Now you're I mean, that's rip. the thing. It's like we've been together for eight and a half years. It's gonna happen. <laughs> but it's that. It's that first. Is breaking the seal. That's like. I'd give up comedy. It's the point of no return, right? That's what it is. Right. I have a friend whose mother was very not humorous. Yeah. She was very <laughs> like this. <laughs> Hello. Mm. And she would pass gas and then say, excuse me. That's so good. That's so good. <laughs> excuse just, me. Yeah. It would just be like, um, you know, would Fortune and May like to stay for dinner? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> oh With it not uh, registering on her face at all. Not just yeah. it was just a matter of fact. Yeah. I have gas and excuse me. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. So you would be hot for her, May. Yeah, May. I mean it's <laughs> well <laughs> Yeah. I'd give up comedy. May's looking for a gassy gal. Yes, I'm not I'm not. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't want her. I don't want her. Okay. Wait, so what was the, uh, the other Jamie question? Curtis, her other question was, what would you dress up as that would shock your mama? Shock your mama. What costume would shock your mama? That's so funny that her daughter dressed as a Republican. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom would probably be shocked if I was in like a hoochie outfit. A hoochie oh, that's outfit. That's what I was thinking. Hoochie. You know, like a short skirt. My mom would love halter top. <laughs> I know my mom like fully accepts me and who I am, but I know yeah. if I one day was like, you know what, I think I'm gonna start wearing a little halter top and a skirt, she'd be like, amazing. She'd be so yeah, yeah. They're like, finally. I remember asking my mother. I was like, what would you do if I told you one day that I was in love with a guy and I was running off to get married? She said, I would think you were crazy. Oh, oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah, Aww. I was like, oh good, she's she gets it. Yeah, yeah. What would shock my mom the problem is i've been in so many costumes in my career from the groundlings days and from chelsea lately like i have been in i willingly now go into my hot tub in a (laughs) bathe in a one-piece bathing suit with a wig on and turquoise jewelry Uh to play my character brenda he says i swear to god tim <laughs> so, so like I don't know if I could shock my mom. She's seen me be so many different people yeah. in my career. Is this for a costume or like an actual? I'm, I'm thinking more broadly, like a concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you got out of the business, yeah, of comedy and, an and we're ca- yeah, you're carrying a briefcase and. That'd shock your mama. That's I know what, what my mom hates is baseball caps, and, and she doesn't oh. mind telling me. I wore one the other day to see a movie with her, and she we stopped walking at a stoplight, and she turned to me and goes, I have to say something. I was like, okay. And she goes, I hate that baseball hat. Whoa. I was like, whoa. And I kind of laughed. I was like, all right, well, you know, so maybe a baseball hat. <laughs> what would you wear to? shock my mama well i mean my mother was a dancer and she she did um ballet and i guess when i picture myself in a leotard a yeah. tutu and i came home dancing you came home on the tips of your toes yeah yeah the tips of my toes i think that would shock my mama <laughs> yeah 
you know. Yeah, I like uh, that. Because this is the person that dressed me as John Travolta <laughs> and mm-hmm. a, a hobo with a, a bottle of wine, five o'clock shadow. <laughs> yeah, and said that she'd say I was crazy if I was going off to marry a man. She knew who you were before you did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have been in leotards. I have dressed in leotards and ribbon danced. <laughs> So. Ribbon danced <laughs> once again oh. against your will. <laughs> no, or no, was no. This... no, very no. much in my will. <laughs> um, in my will. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you doing that? Uh, that would have been the Chelsea Lately days. They would put me in a oh. leotard, and I would just go out and ribbon dance. Were you like a little kid sister that they just dressed up? Oh and... yeah, I was like a a doll, like yeah. a large yeah. doll. Did you feel free doing that ribbon dance? It looks like a very kind of liberating. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mm -hmm. really have any qualms about like dressing up as things or which is funny with Halloween that I'm (laughs) anytime it comes to a costume for Halloween, I am legit. Like I have no idea what to go for Halloween. Right. But then if it fits for like a sketch or, or just like comedy, a Wednesday afternoon, I'm like putting on all these, you know, this jewelry and I'm in a wedge and I'm got giant <laughs> sunglasses. I've got makeup and it's like, no, I think it's so funny. Yeah. And yeah. then you're like, what are you going for Halloween? I'm like, I don't know. I yeah. have no idea. I have costume chests around my house with just wigs. <laughs> I, when we sold our last house, I had to throw a lot of it away because it had been just sitting in my garage. But I have tons of wigs, costume jewelry. I, at any point, I could create That's a character. Fun. Stephanie told me when she went to New York to audition for SNL, her suitcase went through the, <laughs> you know, thing. Yeah. Uh, whatever. And it was just full of wigs. Mm-hmm. And she said that they opened it and searched it, and she just looked like something was terribly off with her oh yeah Yeah. in what world when Jax moved in with me she started opening up these chests of wigs and like (laughs) very random props and she was like what is you're kinky yeah like she thought i was a freak i was like oh these are just from my groundlings days that's work stuff (laughs) close that close that chest yeah that's for the office (laughs) excuse me I've had that at airports uh, going through security with, and they find like a, like a strap on in my, Oh no. My, if I'm traveling just with hand luggage and then think oh, that's real bad. That's not a good moment. <laughs> and I've had that also going into like, I was going on a date and I, I, what do you do? Like I knew I wanted to have this with me, this implement, you know, mm-hmm. and I had it just in my knapsack and we were going to see a concert and then they're checking back, they're checking knapsacks at the it door knapsack. and I've got a strap on in my knapsack and I was like sweating because also it's very presumptuous because, you know, I, I thought I was going to be having was this sex. this a first date? It was like a third date. Okay. Like, and yeah. I sort of, we'd had sex before, but it's still presumptuous to be like, I got brought my dick in my back. So then I'm going through security and I just thought, oh, so I, I see the guy open the bag and he's looking through it. I see him see it and, and we have eye contact and my eyes are saying, please, please don't say anything. And he, yeah. God bless this man, was just like, picks up right, on your cues. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I would imagine they come across so much stuff. <laughs> so many. Insecurity. Alf yeah. masks, all kinds of shit. Alf masks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people got things to do yeah. across the country. <laughs> across the country. He's like, here, take your wand. 
Get out of here. Yeah. What are you, a witch? Uh, where's your gong? Oh Is this my your gosh. gong? <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, well, those were great, amazing, amazing questions. Should we hear what Jamie's answer? Yes, yeah, please. please. I think what scares the shit out of me is uh, the amount of hatred and bile being spewed from human being to human being. It just feels like the internet has unleashed this filterless way of communicating. It just feels like humanity is gone and civilization and a civilized society where people talk to each other and listen to each other is just gone. And that scares the shit out of me. And what would shock my mama? Hmm. I think what would shock my mama <laughs> would have been Deirdre Bobirdra in Everything Everywhere All at Once. <laughs> I think she would have been shocked by what I looked like in the movie. I think she would have completely freaked out if she had seen me in the movie. And so I think if I was going to go to a shock your mama party, I would go as Deirdre Bobirdra and let it all hang out. <laughs> Thanks for asking me to be on your nice show pod. Yeah, I really, I really relate to that feeling of disillusionment and kind of horror at the anger in the world. But also I feel like once if you get out of whenever I'm feeling down, I'm like, just I got to just put my phone away, get off the internet. And when you go out mm -hmm. and about, and especially you guys must find like touring and doing stand up, people are so yeah. kind and you just got to find them, <laughs> just be out in the world. But yeah, man, this, I, I think that's a really good point because mm -hmm. I'm on the road right now and I just really am so thankful for the days that I can get out and take a walk, take a hike, go tread water, whatever it is, but not forget that being in close, in the middle of, of nature, it's so mm -hmm. grounding and inspiring and life-affirming. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel mm -hmm. as I just walk through unbelievable beauty. Because when you're on that kind of walk and you think about all these losers that are saying mean things and... Yeah. negative mm -hmm. stuff that I mean I guess calling them losers is mean as well <laughs> but you know what I'm saying yeah. just like you're fine be home and do that but guess what I'm out on the most beautiful hike right now and that has nothing to do with me and I think it's really good to remember that but it is hard mm -hmm. to avoid the internet because it's yeah. it's it's everything. Part, everything. It's right. everything, yeah. everywhere, all at once. And <laughs> yes, it and is. The vitriol. Well, yeah. I think it's like it's it's done a couple of things. It's put people in bubbles. Mm -hmm. Like you're you're kind of interacting and hearing the opinions of people that think like you, and so you're not getting information across the board in a way that you used mm -hmm. to get. Mm -hmm. So it's dividing people. Yeah, it's giving people a platform to be nasty in a very anonymous way and get way. rewarded for and it and rewarded for the meaner yeah, you get a yeah. lot of attention for it and i for whatever reason people seem unhappy these days and and there's a, a 
that's a pandemic in itself of like or epidemic whatever the word is of people just not feeling good yeah. about themselves and when you don't feel good about yourself you project that onto other people and sometimes we think what we're seeing on the internet and the and the vile and all that stuff in the media and the and the internet is how the world is right now and that's certainly the case in certain areas but i go on tour and then i meet all these lovely amazing people in all these cities who are happy and polite and kind so it is out there those people are out there but i think we have to work extra hard to try to spread more positive stuff and shine lights on the the kinder things in life and more positive things in life. I try to follow some of those like good news websites and things because otherwise you're you're inundated with like the worst parts of humanity and existential threat and things like that and maybe it's a slightly self-fulfilling prophecy because you're looking at all that stuff and then you go out in the world and you're like oh these people suck I've seen I've seen what they're Mm -hmm. like and but actually people are Deep down, I hope good, but that is why zombies scare me the most. Is because zombs, zombs. I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, to me, they're a representation of just like the pure animal rage that is inside some people. That yeah, go outside, hug a tree, smell a tree. Do my that. friend and I were talking this morning. Trees are antidepressants. Totally. But also, don't forget the importance of teaching kids empathy. Mm. Mm-hmm the lack of empathy is what we're seeing mm-hmm. and i think that's what's happening and making discourse so negative mm-hmm. is because no one's empathetic to each other anymore so i i would encourage people to also teach the importance of empathy to the ones coming up yeah. that are going to oh, be running things but l- let me just say one thing that was cool to hear with jamie lee yeah. curtis mm-hmm. for her to talk about her mama yeah her mom in a way that's very like to her it's that that was yeah. her mom mm-hmm. this is her mom and you know but to us, we're like, your mom was Janet Lee. Right. Mm-hmm. Who starred course, in yeah. Psycho. Again, another one of these like infamous, famous, scary movies. It's funny that she, she was an actor, but she would have been so shocked to see Jamie playing that character. It's like, I guess it was, it was different times. It was a real kind of like glamour yeah. time and, and that yeah. character. Yeah. But it's so interesting when you hear someone talk about, you know, I'm just talking about my I mom, know. but you're like, oh, that's an icon yeah. as well. I know. Yeah, yeah. Or my yeah. husband, Christopher Guest. What, a, yeah. what an icon to me. I know. Christopher Guest. Are you talking about costumes? <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that. yeah. I mean, any way you look at it, it blows your mind. Christopher Guest is, is Jamie's husband. Mm-hmm. And his movies are like, I, I die for his movies. I think movies. I know every like, word. I can quote Best in yeah. Show. Mm-hmm. God, what a legend in the comedy Big world. Time. Mm-hmm. And the horror world. Yes, man. And, yeah. and did you know Halloween was made for a budget of $300,000 only, and it made $47 million in the box office? May fact, may fact, <laughs> may fact. <laughs> and that was back in, when did Halloween come know. out? Seven, 70s. 70s, yeah, right? Yeah. And so that would have been a lot more money back then. Mm-hmm. That's a fortune fact. Fortune fact. Fortune fortune fact. fact. <laughs> and there's no, I have no specific information other than that was a lot more money back then. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh my God, what an honor. Yeah. Well, we certainly appreciate you guys tuning in to our episode this week of Handsome. If you're enjoying the pod, please share with your friends when you're going to that dinner party. <laughs> 
Angela's like, has anybody got any recommendations? Because there's always that one person that really needs some And she's always named Angela. Always named Angela. And you're like, Angela, boy, are you in luck. Send her an episode. Send her your favorite episode. Be like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, you got to hear this one. <laughs> May had told us recently about meeting people out in the wild. Yeah, who, who've been um, listening. Who yeah. listen to Handsome. That just happened to me the other day. That someone was like, I love handsome. And it's so cool to hear. So yeah, keep telling your friends, share share it with your boss. If you want some cool points. <laughs> yeah, you want to raise boss, like you look handsome. I mean, maybe don't say that, but yeah. Yeah, spread the word. Make sure you, you like and subscribe. S- subscribing really helps us if you do that on uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a rating. Five star. F- five star. Five star. And also let us know um <laughs> what terrifies you. I want to know what everyone's answer is to that check out all of our social media accounts and let us let us know what terrifies our handsome listeners and also feel free to dress as any of us for halloween yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> or even <laughs> mr thomas and please send us the pictures yeah. please or also pictures of you as a kid dressed up in ridiculous things that would be great alf Absolutely. alf <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we did it again. And, oops, uh, we did it again. Oops. We <laughs> Some people did. might be dressing as Britney Spears. <laughs> Which Britney? There have been Halloween parties where people dress as different. The handsome Britney. Britney Spears. Yes. Let's do the handsome mm-hmm. Britney this year. Yeah. <laughs> Fortune, do you have any uh, things coming up you want to promote? Do I ever. I am on my stand-up tour coming to Evansville, Indiana, Dayton, Ohio, and Charleston, West Virginia the first weekend of November Then after Thanksgiving, Grand Rapids and Royal Oak, Michigan, Kansas City, Missouri, Louisville, Kentucky, St. Petersburg, Orlando, Jacksonville, and West Palm Beach, Florida. Then big shows coming up in the new year in Chicago, D.C., New York City, and a bunch more being added. Go to fortunefemster.com for tickets. I have little shows popping up. I definitely am back at Largo twice in December and and with some really special guests. So check out the Largo website. But in general, yeah, November, I'm just back in the writer's room. So, you know, if you're feeling uh, feeling like you want to see me, you can always check out Feel Good on Netflix. That's my sitcom. It's pretty, it's, it's not really a sitcom. It's pretty sad, but it's a TV show or stream my special SAP on Netflix as well. I am going to be recording my next stand-up special in Brooklyn, November 4th. Thanks for listening. And as always, keep it it handsome. handsome. We'll never say that (laughs) at the same time. Okay. Handsome is hosted by me, Fortune Feimster, Tignataro, and May Martin. The show is produced, recorded, and edited by Thomas Woulette. Email us at handsomepod at gmail.com and follow us on social media at handsomepod.